Welcome to today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> so today we've done it a bit last minute, so it's uh, there's almost no research at all gone into this one. Um, so we're going to work through as many as we can of the list of 100 things you should do before you die. Well, hey! Well, you know, I suppose, you know, it's, if you're just going to do things before you die... Most of these lists actually require you having money because all of it is about like doing things that involves you paying for shit. I suppose if you were going to die and you were flush, that'd be fine. Yeah, well, most I... of the time, for most people, they don't have the money if they found out they're going to die soon. Yeah, well, I guess it's not that you're going to die soon. It's like to live through your life, you should. Do oh, these before things. you die, die. Yes, before you die, die. Yeah, but nobody does that, do they? They no, don't do that. No, people they don't live, die, die. They live their life as they see fit. What you should go for like something really cheap and tacky, like Daily Mail or something, or the Sun, because theirs is going to be within my budget. Guy and Magaluf, go and shag some snotty bird. Yeah, well, get get a random tattoo. Anyway, so I found a list. It's for a website called brass612.tripod.com. You know, it's a really popular website that everyone visits. Yeah, catchy as well. I definitely remember that. Yeah. Uh, and he has got a list of 100 things you should do before you die. And we will work our way through them. Shall I go from 100 to 1 or 1 to 100? I don't think it's necessarily in order. I think he's just, like, made a list. Yeah, let's do 100 to 1. Whatever's easiest, babes, you know. Well, it starts with 1. So, number 1, attend yeah. attend at least one major sporting event. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, I've attended a big, several big sporting events, and they were right. They were fine. Um, I'm not really big into sports, to be fair with you. So no. I don't. I have attended sporting events, but yeah. um, I'm not really that bothered by it. We, when we were in Australia, we went to whatever their fucking oh yeah, I did that thing to Grand National. Oh did no, I that. didn't do that. I did the. And it was pissing it down. I did the Australian football thing. It's even more confusing yeah, than I our did. football. No, yeah, because it's like rugby and football at the same time. Yeah, I had no idea what was going on. But that was quite lively, so I guess... I, yeah, it's fun, but there's lots of things I've done in my life that I would say were better. don't know if I'd say there's a hundred things. Probably there is, but off the top of my head, no. There was one of the things, like, it's called State of Origins, where it's Queensland versus New South Wales that happens, like, once every year, and that yeah. was just brutal because it was people punching each other in the face. I really liked that, and yeah. I wish they'd do stuff like that here, but they don't. Well, I suppose they do with the rugby. Yeah, I was going to say, your lady loves rugby. So do you get yeah, taken along to that, or does she go on her own? I would never go by, go to rugby. You're joking. Hmm. I'd feel um, mass insecure, and like I'm not very masculine at all. Yeah, I think that's our problem. Me and you just aren't... We're not sporty guys. No. So we probably wouldn't be able no. to relax and enjoy it, because we'd be far too aware that we were the sort of people that, if a fight broke out, we would be the ones they want to beat up. Yeah, I'd I'd be sat next to somebody screaming, going, "Oh, you're so loud! Can you can you just keep it down a bit?" I am actually trying to watch the game. You like telling somebody that they're loud would be hilarious. 
You are literally the loudest person I know. Right, but if I'm not interested in something, I'm usually very <laughs> quiet. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You're always really yeah. noisier than me. That means you must find me really interesting. Yes, you are very interesting. I know it's sad, right? But I would like to go to WrestleMania once in my lifetime. Uh, that's not that sad. I don't know if that class is as sports. It's sports entertainment. Well, it says That'd one be quite a big thing for me. Yeah, I mean, it says one major sporting event. So, like, I'm thinking like the Olympics, yeah. which I did the Olympics, and that was that was good. But you know, I'm a lady wife went there. Yeah, yeah. What did she I see? Did not. I don't remember. I don't care. Uh, okay. Something. Okay. Something that was in the Olympics. Yeah. In the, the bit in the busy one that was in our country as well. Yeah, obviously. So moving on. Uh, number two, yeah. throw a huge party, invite every one of your friends. Now that's, I can understand why that would be on the list, but if everybody declines your invite, then you can still tick it off, but it's going to be a shit party. I have, in my past life, um, when I was young and fun, I did try and invite loads of friends to um, a house party, and it was unsuccessful most of the time. Yeah. I think the younger you are, the more likely it is to happen... But when I got to, like, 25, everybody just started dropping off, and they were like, no, nah, I can't come because of work. Yeah. No, nah, I can't come. And, I mean, I did the same to you for your birthday party recently, yes. so, I mean, I can't judge. But my point is, is that it gets less and less likely for that to happen as you get older. Yeah, I mean, I guess a wedding. That's kind of, like, the huge party and invite everyone of your friends. Yeah. And I bet Get Married will yeah. be on this list somewhere. So Probably. You can put those two together. Um, but yeah, as I say, you can have a huge party and invite all your friends, but if they don't come, I don't think that's going to be one of the greatest things you do before you die. I mean, the biggest party that I had growing up was in, it was a house party and it had like, I think 15 or 20 people in. That is And tiny. that was like hectic enough as it is. That is tiny. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is. And that's just he- that that is hectic enough as it is. If I couldn't imagine people that go out and invite like everybody on Facebook on their friends list and have it in their house. Yeah. Uh, it would just be a fucking a wreck. Yeah. I still had to fucking run around and clean up after people yeah, that's who are thing. doing fucking stupid shit. Yeah, they're not actually that much fun for the people hosting the party because you're just no. running around making sure that everything isn't broken and everyone else is having a good yeah. time. So, do you know what? I'd say yeah. don't throw a huge party. Just go to huge parties. That's probably a better thing. Yeah. 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 Because they are I good I agree fun. with you. Yeah. Yes, they are, because you can do what you want. Yeah, you can smash their shit and not worry about your own. Yeah. No. Uh, swim with a dolphin. I knew this would be on here. I don't know why everyone is Fuck so obsessed that. with swimming with fucking dolphins. No, I do not. I, fair enough, right? Dolphins are fine. They they have sex for fun. That's cool. But then they might um, have sex with you. They could have sex with me. Yeah. That is true. Or I could slip my tiny winky in their blowhole. Oh, would you know they do that? They do that with each other. They have sex in each other's um, blowholes. I saw a Ricky Gervais stand-up, yes. Uh, oh, I didn't get yeah, that. <laughs> that was a bit animals. Oh, I did. Yeah. It's a well-known fact because animals are pretty up for anything. A lot of animals. Though. Well, yeah, any hole's a goal, isn't it? You know, men are exactly the same. Uh, no. I mean, if there's, a, if there's a crevice, they're fucking it. That's not true. Especially when you're like 14 and you, get, and you haven't gotten to full sex yet. I was scared of you're sex just, when I was 14. Oh, no, I was a very curious child. Jesus. Mm. Yeah, I won't yeah. name any names or show, show any situations, but yes, very curious. Uh, and also, that's not talking about swimming with dolphins. That is your weird sex life. Oh, yeah, swimming with dolphins. No, I'm not interested in the slightest. No. Why do people want to swim with dolphins? Why is that always on every 100 things to do before you die list? I don't know. I, I suppose you could lump it in with, like, sharks and all the other mad shit that people do. Yeah, but it's always swimming with dolphins. It's not like go for a walk with a giraffe. 
No, but I mean... That would be just as majestic. Well, And you don't have to get wet. Lanky, aren't they? Yeah, but it's still like... That'd be... I think standing near a giraffe would be more impressive than swimming with a dolphin. Because giraffes are huge, and you'd be like, oh my god, look at that, it's a huge giraffe, rather than just like, there's like some slippery, wet thing banging up against me. I suppose like the you wouldn't get much opportunity to swim with a dolphin. We wouldn't I get guess. much of an opportunity Whereas, to walk with giraffes. Well, I mean, you can go to a zoo. You can go to a sea life centre and see a dolphin. Yeah, but you can't swim with them, though. No, but you can't walk with a giraffe. You can't like, walk up against it like you're swimming up with a dolphin. And that's the thing. Why do people need to touch stuff? That's what it's about. It's about like being able to touch things. <laughs> well, you know, it's nice to touch things, yeah, isn't but, it? Uh, no, I don't. I hate touching stuff unless I really, really have to. But everyone always wants to touch well, things. Well, I love touching things, you know. Look, but don't touch. And then it makes you want to touch, doesn't it? No. Well, probably, yeah. I'm just weird because I don't like touching things. No, I can't imagine that it's nice to touch a dolphin. No. It'd be like quite slippery, wouldn't they? No, and like animals. I bet most animals don't want to be touched. Like when people go, oh, look at this frog. I picked up a frog and here's a bird. I'm going to try and catch the bird. It's like, like cats clearly don't really want to be touched unless it suits them. Mm. I like the ones that dribble. Uh, skydive number four. Oh, uh, no. I had the opportunity to skydive um, when I was out in Australia because that was massive. You do that anywhere you go. But I, it just never appealed to me. I don't. I don't want to throw myself out of a plane. I'm sure it's very safe. But I mean, there's every possibility in your head that you're going to die. Something can go wrong, and you're hurtling towards the ground. And yeah, I'd just shit my pants, and yeah. then the instructor would be really annoyed because he'd get shit all over the front of him. <laughs> uh, do you have to go on the front when you do it? Or can you like? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. It's probably it's probably more um, experienced people are allowed to do what they want. But as as, as a beginner, yes, I, I assume you'd need to be on the front. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend really wanted control. to do it when we went. Uh, we were staying somewhere in Switzerland that was very up on its extreme sports, and she was mm. really up for it. And I just, oh, it's like one of the few things that I just really, really, really wouldn't like. I would swim with a dolphin. I'd do it. Yeah. But I don't want to. Whereas I just, I, you'd have to literally push me out of the plane. I think I would get yeah. no enjoyment out of it. Like I'd do it if I was no. in a plane going down. It was like death or jump out of the plane. But doing well, it yeah. for fun, nah. But that probably just makes me sound like a boring loser. Well, no, no. I completely understand people that do find it appealing. There is an adrenaline there. Yeah, and that's what people that do extreme sports do it for. They they do it because. Gets the heart racing, and oh my god, this is amazing! I can't wait to feel like this again! But for me, I like my creature comforts. <laughs> wrap me in some bubble wrap. I'll play me games at home, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, have your portrait painted. Now that I like the sound of. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. I'm quite. I mean, I sort of had that done to me when I went to Paris. Oh. We had to pay 10 euros for a sketch that somebody did that took about two minutes. Paint me like your and French was... girls, Jack. And it was fucking rubbish, mate. I mean, you sort of could make out like it was me and my ex-girlfriend, but... Portrait bit, or caricature? I was a bit annoyed. It was a caricature. But it's in a portrait form. Yeah. It's fine. It was a landscape. Uh, yeah, I've actually had one done. I've got it somewhere. Well, yeah. I was in um, Hollywood, and there was a guy that did it there. It was actually quite good. I wonder where the hell that is. Huh. Well, yeah. I mean, I would love to have a proper one. You know, like Queenie does. Yeah. But the only annoying thing about that is is that you'd, you'd be sat there for ages not being allowed to move. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'd want one done on me on my own. Actually, yeah, I would. I think that was pretty awesome. 
I wouldn't ever say it to anybody, but I would definitely be thinking, that is fucking awesome. It's going right above my yeah, television. Yeah. Why not have a bit of ego? I love me. You I love, love you. me. Everybody loves me. So have a picture painted of me. Why not? Yeah. You can go on a stamp. Uh, learn to speak a foreign language and make sure you use it. Ugh, can't be bothered. <sighs> yeah. My, my wife is. My wife would love to learn another language. She said it numerous times before. But at this at this late juncture, it's not even late. But yeah, yeah because I'm so lazy nowadays, I I don't think I'll retain the information. Um, I don't mind saying that. Getting like a little travel book whenever I go on holiday and learning phrases and stuff. That's absolutely fine. Actually, going through the effort of learning a whole language, I just don't think I've got the mental capacity for it anymore. No. I'm just too lazy. Yeah, I'm the same as you. I would absolutely love to, but I just... I was terrible at school trying to do languages. That was the one thing I really struggled with. Yeah. So It's the only F I got, was uh, my, my French. But that's partially because I slept in on one of my exams and I didn't bother going. Oh. Um, so I probably would have gone a bit better, but... at midnight in the south of France that is so ridiculously specific surely just specific. go skinny dipping that is I've been skinny dipping I think everyone has I mean you're when you're a child yeah. you're skinny dipping don't you I guess it yeah. I guess the real the element that needs to be in place is like you need to be over 16 for that to be exciting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. actually I guess over 12 I, did it. I think as soon as you're like sexually aware that's when skinny dipping suddenly becomes like something else yeah it's alright it's fine yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun when it happens and you're young, but you know, I'm sure it could be fun when you're older as well, like liberating. Yeah, I think that's the idea of it. I'm always I'm more comfortable naked than I am clothed, to be honest with you. That's not true. If I wasn't so self, that, yeah, I am honestly. That is bollocks. If I if, if I were yeah, my next point was if I wasn't so self conscious, I would be naked all the time. But that means you're not comfortable naked if you're self conscious. You fucking idiot. But I am. I am. I'm much more comfortable sitting here... Naked like, on your own. Nuts. You prefer being naked when you're yeah. on your own. But I wouldn't mind if the social constraints had, weren't there we'll and I was allowed to walk around naked. There's one, in, there's one like up the road from where I live. There's one up the road from where I live as well. Oh, yeah, there is, isn't not, there? I might try. I might sample it when, when summer comes around. Yeah. But you're guaranteed it's going to be like 70-year-olds with all their fucking oh, yeah, mainly. dirty, gammy... There's, there's a nudist beach near you as well. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Ah, right, OK. There's that the nudist camp. beach. Uh, yeah, I... See, without sounding... Oh, no. See, this is the point where I'm going to start cutting things out because I'll get uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? Well, so, you're comfortable being naked in front of other people if the situation is, like, that's Allows what we're it. doing. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Um, just comfortable in general. Not worried about people, like, looking at your junk? Well, I mean, if, if again, if the... If society was like, oh, okay, well, we're all naked anyway. If you were in like a, a nudist beach, nobody would be looking at your junk. Oh, but they everybody's are. Naked and they you blatantly think about are. It. They blatantly. Everyone must look at each other's bits in a nudist place. Not for proper nudists, they're not. No. You don't think they look? You don't think they go? Oh, look, that's how big his penis is. Or, God, her tits are a bit saggy. All right. Initially, they might be, but I'm sure a nudist person 
doesn't really think about being nude after they've been nude because that's how they live their lives. Yeah. I don't know. But like, I don't think I look terrible naked. I don't think I look good naked. But I would just feel so uncomfortable being naked in front of people, I think. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, Unless don't do it, it was in front like, of me then. So, like, yeah, but so I've done it. Like, I've been drunk at a party and taken my kit off and, you know, as a joke. What? But then With winky out and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but to yeah. then just be like talking naked and just sitting on chairs naked and eating naked—that just all sounds wrong. I suppose it's a, it's all to do with your mind, doesn't it? It's it's with people's yeah. mindsets. If people are comfortable oh. naked, then they want to do everything. Naked. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Sorry. I don't want to offend any nudists. I think it's brilliant that you feel comfortable doing it. I just don't know how I would get to that point. Yeah. It's not for everybody, is it? I'd be too excited by all the naked people around me as well. Again, I think initially, yeah, that might be the case when you first start it, but when you realise that that's your community, you probably wouldn't anymore, because that would be the norm. Mm. I I think we should try and find a nudist and have them on for a podcast episode. That could be interesting. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, you know, when the sun starts picking up, I could go down to the beach and start asking around. Start picking them up. I'll put down like a like a carrier bag before they sit down, obviously. <laughs> well, I don't think... Actually, I suppose they could, do, they could do the podcast naked. Yeah, well, if they're nudists, hey, they're well, going to want to be naked, Maybe the three of us should meet up, or four, maybe we get two of them to do it, and do the podcast together naked. Okay. Oh, man, that makes me feel quite unwell. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I With don't, nerves, yeah, by the way. Not the... like the thought of having to see naked people, just like how anxious and nervous I'd be about that. I would probably be more comfortable being naked in front of strangers than, than I would in front of my family and friends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless everybody was exactly the same. Because I see you all the time. And then you, every time you saw me, you'd look me in the eye and be like, I've seen your cock. And you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even have to think it or anything. You'd just be going, in the back of your mind, all the time, you'd be going, no, I've seen your cock. Don't. I've seen your cock. No, no, no. I've seen would, your cock. I know I wouldn't, because I have seen several of my friends naked, and it's not what I think when I see them. I sometimes remember uh, it and well, laugh, but I, not in an last I've seen, uh, well, from my friends, I've seen their cocks. And yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah, it never leaves. It never leaves, though, does it, James? It's slightly tainted because you've always seen their cock. Mm, no. I Honestly, it doesn't have that much of an effect on me and how I feel, feel about them. Um, I thought you were much more repressed than that. No, no. I don't, no. Oh, it's, it's, we're, we're, we're very old people because now I'm the one that sounds more comfortable about it than you. <laughs> That's generally, that's generally, it's a well which should work. You know, things, it's fine. Yeah. So anyway, after the nudist thing. Uh, that was all just from going skinny dipping, uh, which I've done. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't done it at midnight all south of France, but yeah, that's quite fun. Yeah. Most people have been skinny dipping, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, watch the launch of a space shuttle. Oh. Yeah, again, that one, I, I've seen videos. It looks quite impressive, but I'm not sure being there watching it go up. In real time. Just any sort of, like, public gathering where you watch an event. I mean, it's the same as the royal wedding. Like, as if. As if I want to be, like, shoved up against people watching some random shit happen. And even though it's, like, an event and you're like, oh, well, I was there when I saw it 50 years ago. Like, people are, people in 50 years' time are going to go, so what? I don't mm. care. And you're going to go, oh, right, well, I was impressed at the time. Yeah, cool. Unless you get, like, proper fanatics. So, I don't know. Yeah, no, it doesn't do anything for me. No. Maybe if we saw it, it would change our lives. I mean, I, do, I, I think more importantly, people would love to be, like, 
shot into space, even if it was just for a couple of minutes. Oh yeah, but that's not Most watching it. That's going that. into space. That would be uh, that'd be quite yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, spend. A whole day eating junk food without feeling guilty. I'd imagine you do that most days. Yeah. Um, no, I don't do it most days. But yeah, no. I have. I've spent the whole day eating junk food. I I think my personal best was I went out for because I wake I woke up relatively late. I went out for a Burger King, mm-hmm. and then after that I had a McDonald's, and then um, in the evening for dinner I had a kebab. All right. So that's more or less like the whole day. Yeah. Just because I wasn't doing constantly. But yeah, I've done that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've spent a whole day eating junk food. But I've actually, no, I would have. Because in, in my job sometimes I don't have time to have a meal. So yeah, but I don't know if I would have eaten junk food all day. I definitely wouldn't have felt guilty about it though. Because it's just like, eh, I've got to do it. Um, yeah. Number 10, which I've done, be an extra in a film. Yeah, no, I've never been an extra. Yeah, it's really, really boring. That's definitely mm. written by someone that hasn't done it. Yeah. No, I've I've heard that it's a boring thing to do. Yeah, I mean, one, I've, the two I was in, one was really boring and one was actually all right, but still mainly boring. I did John Carter of Mars and Muppets Most Wanted. <laughs> I was extremely jealous of you doing Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah, I know, and actually... When I was editing a podcast the other day, you said like you'd love to spend a day just around like the Muppets, and I actually did that, and yeah. I, I should have brought it up then, but I didn't. I've, I've always been jealous of it. Always. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I did John Carter of Mars, that was an insanely long day down by the sea. What is John Carter of Mars? John Carter What's of this? Mars is a Disney film. Um, it was a bit of a flop. Oh. Based on an old book about like it was kind of like the predecessor to Star Wars. And Blade Runner yes, and all I, that jazz. But, I do remember um, it now you said it's Disney. Yeah, but I think because it's come out after all that, everyone kind of thought it was a bit derivative, even though it was kind of like the original thing. It's all right. I watched it once, mainly to see if I made the cut. Um, and I didn't... I wasn't massively impressed by it. It was better than I thought it was going to be, but I've never felt the need to watch it again. Um, mm. but, but yeah, but that, I mean, as being an extra for that day was... I was up at three o'clock in the morning to go down uh, to this little bay near Swanage uh, to get my hair and makeup and costume done, and then down to set by five, and then sitting around for what felt like hours to eventually then get up and do a very short scene, then go and sit down again for another long period of time. Um, And it was kind of like that for about... I know we probably wrapped up at about five o'clock in the evening, six o'clock in the evening. So it was a long old day, and yeah, I've heard I that the food's nice though. Oh, the food's amazing. That the food is really yeah, good. Free food's always good. Yeah, um, but it's such a. Bo- it, other than that, it's just a really nothingy experience, and I didn't even make it into the film. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean that's the whole idea of you doing it. You might be able to see yourself. And- yeah, but I got like two close-ups. Um, on the day, but then because of the nature of filmmaking, so much gets cut from films that my two mm. bits were long gone. I am in it, but only I would know it was me because I've got my back to the camera. For anybody yeah. watching it, it's when you first come into like the bay scene. It's near the end of the film um, when John's trying to work out how to get back to Mars, and I am the one with the very, very pointy hat that puts his shovel down and then walks towards him. Very exciting stuff. Uh, but yeah, but, um, so the Muppets one. 
that was better because mm. it started at a much more reasonable time and the costume was way less weird. I was just like an audience member, whereas I was like a minor in uh, John Carter. And it was in the Island Theatre bit. Have you seen it, Most Wanted? Yeah. Yeah. So do you remember the bit I with the like, three little leprechaun dudes and they're cracking jokes and stuff whilst they're waiting for the Muppets to come on and do their little show? No. See, that might have even been cut, because I know that I'm not in that film either. But um, again, there was loads of sitting around and waiting for that, and that was only for one scene. No, two scenes. Um, but I didn't actually move. And that one was more entertaining because they act- they don't stop being the characters. Like, the puppeteers talk to the director as the Muppets, and that's quite funny. Oh. And they interact oh with the audience. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah, and they interact with you, like, in between takes and stuff. So that's quite good. Um, Did the, you see the, any of the actors on, the, on stage or anything? Yeah, I saw Ty... Oh, do you mean, like, the Muppets or the actors? No, 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 I meant, like, the actual actors, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the scene I was in was with Sam and Sam the Eagle and the other detective bloke. I can't remember his character's name. Yeah, yeah. Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell, I think. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I saw them. I like him. Um, yeah, I haven't seen him in anything else. Uh, well, it's Modern Family. That's a very good TV show. I've never watched it. Oh, no, it's really enjoyable. And he's a very good character in it. Mm. But, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't get himself about too much. But then I suppose he does all right, doesn't he? Yeah, he seemed like a funny guy during that film. I'll try and see something else with him in. Um, but yeah, I honestly wouldn't recommend being an extra in a film. It's not a fun no. day out. If you're going to do acting in general, and you have like the talent chops, go to like your local theatre and sign up to do like a play. Yeah. They're way more fun. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. it's, it's fun if you get into the film and then you can... Oh, and I've done The Theory of Everything, uh, the one about Stephen Hawking, and my arm is in that. Uh, and you can briefly see me in a foggy mist, like carrying a bike. Well, no, not carrying a bike, like pushing a bike. But again, that one was crazy. I tell you what, it's actually worth doing just to see how insane films are. So the bit I was doing that got cut again, I was pushing a bike down the train station platform. It's the bit when Stephen Hawking trips up for like... Uh, did he trip up the first time? No, he's like... He's just at the station. I can't remember what happens. He does have a little stumble on is the staircase. He? That's what happens, yeah. Anyway, before so that... So this is pre-wheelchair then, yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre-wheelchair. I've not watched the film yet. Uh, uh, it's quite good. I don't know if you'd like it, yeah. though. Probably a bit slow for you. Um, but anyway, I was pushing this bike down towards the camera to the sort of left-hand side of where, Steve, where uh, Eddie Redmayne was standing. And because of the positioning of the scene, to, for me to carry on walking, I would have had to have basically fallen onto the train tracks. Because the crew and the, you know, the production team were in the way. So they then sent us all away. They built a platform over the tracks just for me to walk over so that they could make this shot work. So I was pushing this bike down and I'd literally just edge onto the edge of the track but then onto this little platform just so they could get this particular shot that then doesn't make it into the film. And you just think, what was the point in that? Like, they built me, a nobody, a platform just to make a shot work and then it doesn't even make it in the film. It's nuts. uh, Sometimes it's about cinematography, isn't it? They want... Pretty things. Oh, yeah, no, I get that. But then then they didn't use it. So it's like all that effort. And that was like a day. It was like the whole day it was just set to doing that. No, it wasn't a whole day. But that was like the morning. And all that money, all those people sat around waiting to do all that. And then it doesn't even make it. Well, directors aren't perfect. No, no, no. And Sometimes they've got too many ideas and they can't put it all into fruition. Yeah. They should do, really. Yeah. It's not to do with being perfect, though, because obviously I did study film and TV. And it's more to do with you need to have too much stuff. Because if you don't have enough, then you're in trouble. You're better off cutting out good stuff than leaving in bad stuff. Mm. But, I mean, in terms... I mean, we're going way off subject now. But there's been so many films recently where I've spent money to go and watch it 
And then I've gone, well, they've cut so much out of it that it doesn't make sense to me anymore. And you know that there's like a lot of the story that yeah. could have explained what had happened. And they just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, they cut it out. And they just expect you to go along for the ride. And I'm like, all right. My, but yeah, as I say, acting, if you want to do acting rather than extras, just sign up to your local theatre. Yeah. That's much better. No one is ever going to do this. This is clearly the guy who did this uh, list has a bit of an ego. Tell someone mm-hmm. the story of your life, sparing no details. Christ, I've got the memory of a fish. There was no <laughs> way that I would be able to tell people my whole life story. But that's good. I tell you what, though. Right, honestly, this is really. Oh my god, there is a girl at work. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say names or even describe her or anything. She actually, she's the same girl. They had the issue with me calling some, <laughs> calling a slice a slice, huh. and she was like, "No, it's a pasty." This is the same girl, she right? Be, she's she's, she's very be a regular occurrence. Is she this girl? I get the feeling. I, I hope not. I think this is the only other interesting thing she's ever said. Anyway, and she is, I think, twenty-one years old, but apparently she's penning her life story, and it's all about her life and how. Um, the idea of it is is how to be um, single. <laughs> right. So that's that's interesting, isn't it? From a twenty-one-year-old perspe- perspective, yes, I suppose so. I mean, they've left, they've lived so. their life, haven't they? They've got a lot to say for the rest of the world to gleam. But then again, oh, I think you are very egotistical when you're when you're growing up. I yeah, think, but you're I too think even when I was don't that... understand what is not interesting about your life, which is everything. Yeah. Her life. I, think won't I be thought about it when I was younger, when I was like twenty odd. So oh, I was like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah. But I actually have like had things that have happened to me that that you would, honestly think know. the general public would want to pay money to read about. You think you're that? No, not at all. Exactly. No. Tell your no, friend she's a all. fucking idiot. Uh, well, I mean, I laughed, but I don't think I'm supposed to know because <laughs> it came itchy too. It was a friend that told me. And I can't help myself when I hear something funny. Yeah. I mean, it's slightly ironic, obviously, me sitting here saying, oh, who's interested in what she thinks as a 21-year-old when I'm doing a podcast? I'm not charging anyone for this, so, you know, it's free. I'm not expecting you to buy it, unless she's going to give her book away. I don't know, but I would absolutely fucking love to get a copy if it was free. Uh, I would would read through it. No, you should get it anyway. You should get it anyway. Um, Because obviously self-publishing now, it's very easy to make your own books. I don't think she's got the... Honestly, I don't think she's too lazy to actually go through with it. But yeah, I I don't... I can understand having a chat about things that have happened in your life that have shaped you into who you are now. And I mean, I'm a very analytical person, for for instance. And I... A lot of the things that I have realised about myself, I have introvertly thought about, oh, well, it's because that's happened in in my past. But unless Mm. anybody was, one, interested, or two, really close to me, I certainly wouldn't be offering that up on a plate 
And mm. I think that's just probably as deep as I would go. I wouldn't tell people my whole life story without sparing any details. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, with, for nothing else, it'd take fucking forever as well. Yeah, your whole life with no sparing no details. So you've literally got to go through every single day of your life, telling them exactly what happened in order. I think what he meant by sparing no details is like, don't hold back on like naughty things yeah, that you've done. Be honest. Yeah, yeah be upfront. Yeah. yeah, but that's true. That's good. You should do that. Um, make love on a forest floor. Uh, I've yeah done it, done it, done it, done it, done it. I wouldn't say that that was um, uh, a necessarily. Oh, that's exciting. That was exciting. <laughs> well, it was. Yeah, but I've done way more interesting things than that in my past. Yeah, it's a bit mess. It's just messy though. At the end, well, yeah, you're caught up in the passion. It's brilliant, and at the end, you're just like, oh right. So what happens now? Uh, but we got around it because we didn't have any knickers. So hey, but then it all goes. What, then it all just goes down your trousers. Yeah. Well, no, she was wearing a skirt. Okay, so it just ran down her legs. Yeah, I mean, but yes, nice. yeah, <laughs> it was a squatting thing. That situation after. Make love on a train is the next one. So he's obviously got onto a bit of a theme here. Yeah, I've done things on a train, but not actually full penetration. No. I think trains are pretty gross. Yeah, they are. Um, and the problem I is nowadays, if you're going to do that, I would be very mindful of the fact that the trains nowadays have fucking cameras all over the show. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure when I did my thing on a train, there were cameras installed. So somebody... <laughs> Somebody that day, if they were checking the, the train, cameras... Jamie. No, 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 it was with someone. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. You were on your own, you were bored, so you had a wank on a train. Oh, no, I've done I've done things like that as well, but no. on this No penetration, so you didn't stick your finger up your bum? No. No, it was... Um, somebody had a good old look and probably had a tug. Okay, well, I don't really want to go into the sordid details, but basically trains are public toilets. Like, long public toilets that you travel places in. They're mm. filthy. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I didn't do anything in the toilet. It was actually on the seat. No, but even no, yeah, even on the seat. That's still like almost as bad as sitting on a toilet. I mean, for privacy's sake, if you don't want to get caught, then yeah, I'd do it in the toilet. But I wouldn't want to. Oh it's yeah, fucking disgusting. You say that. I've been doing a little poo poo on a choo choo, and mm. someone opened the door. I locked it. I did because it was one of those stupid modern ones. Where you have to push the button. Yeah. And it definitely said the door's locked. Yeah. But someone opened the door. Wow. And I was there on sat on the toilet. I I I love those. Um, doors because that it saved me from um, a very bad situation once what do you mean well <laughs> i went i went to a house party and um i this is when me and my wife now uh were first started going out and we first moved in together and i in my infinite wisdom from being drunk i thought it's a really good idea to bring um like a rando home and it was a woman mm. um it wasn't a good idea um and and uh, my wife was very angry with me and I was quite inebriated at the time, so I sort of locked myself in the bathroom. Bearing in mind, <laughs> she didn't have anywhere to go, and um, she was quite far away from home. I sort of locked myself in, in the loo and waited until my stop. And then when my stop happened, I sort of ran out. It was nice. It's uh, one of the more gentleman things I've done. I don't really know what to say to that. Yeah, proud. Proud moment. Well, well done. Uh, learn to rollerblade. Oh. Well, everybody does that as well. When they're no, kids. No, I never did. No, did you not? No. It's the same as skating. It's just that the wheels are in a line. Didn't do that either. <gasps> James. Oh, no. I 
still do and always have had terrible balance. So I really struggled with stuff like that. I tried, but just couldn't do it. Have you done ice skating? I have now, yes, and I have done... I've been to a roller disco, and I have managed to do it recently, but I, I'm, you know, I'm not that like, confident. I am one of those people that you see like awkwardly wobbling around. You are taller than me, though, aren't you? What's that got to do with anything? Well, I don't know. Maybe tall people have problems with their balance more. No, oh, well, I've got... Yeah, not much more. Well, it's you wouldn't moving. see Steve Merchant like, like... gliding down the road, would you? Well, you might, because it wouldn't be that different. Would There's it? a lot of weight, isn't there? And you're on like small little wheels... I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think it would make a huge difference. I probably could learn to be better, but I haven't. Maybe that is one I will do because my girlfriend's quite keen to go ice skating. So maybe I will try and do that properly at some point. I remember I used to love skating. It's just that I think it's one of those things where, as you get older, it becomes because it's so much more expensive to buy roller skates or roller blades when you're an adult. It's like a hundred odd pounds. And I just, I can't be bothered. I'd rather get something I enjoy rather than something I'll do for about two days and then give up on. I don't like yeah. exercise at the best of times, to be honest with you, and it is hard. It's harder than walking. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely harder than walking. No, surely it's not hard. Well, it's probably more complicated than walking, but surely it's less energy to cover that amount of distance. No! It's the same as skateboarding's hard. And scootering. When you go on a scooter, that's bloody hard as well. Pushing away with one mm. bloody leg. I'm not 100% sure, but I would imagine you, you you use less energy to cover the distance you do when you are skating than when you're walking. It depends if you're on an incline or not, Jamathy. No, I'm, I'm talk- you probably won't be skating on an incline. I'm talking about like if you're walking a flat or if you were skating a flat path, you would get further skating than you would walking before you felt tired. Yeah, but why would you stop yourself? If you're skating, you're having a whale of a time. You'd make yourself knackered. Yeah, but you're saying... <laughs> Shut up, you idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, right next. Uh, own a room with a view. What? I mean... What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's any place that you could get. If you like what you see outside your window, that's probably your room with a view. It's a fucking stupid... I think... What well, I know what he's trying to get at. Or she. Don't be sexist. But... It's just, well, anybody could have that. I quite liked living in heaven. There wasn't much of a view, but there was loads of little wildlife around. He might mean the book. It's a book. No. Uh, This is somebody who wanted to tell his life story in and out. No, I didn't think so. No. Uh, Yeah, he means just have own somewhere that has a pleasant view out the window, which I actually do. So there's another one I can tick off. I'm sure that's like... Get me. Get me with my mortgage... Well, I mean, we see the thing is, I'm saying that picturesque downs of the south. But we, we, because we live in the south, it's quite easy for us to find accommodation that has like a nice view. Oh yeah, but he says own it, own it, not rent it, Jamie. Oh well, that's never going to happen for me. It might one day. No, it's never going to happen for me. Uh, Brew your own beer. (sighs) It's just effort. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be as nice as any other beer you can drink. No, I mean I'd rather buy it and be guaranteed that it's really nice. And you'd probably spend more money than you would going down the shop and buying some that you actually really, really nice. Yeah, but really a lot like. of these things aren't necessarily about saving money. It's about saying you've done it, isn't it? It's like, oh, look at me, I did this. I watched um, something on Facebook about a bloke that literally made his own sandwich, and it took him like a year. And it wasn't even he that made nice his own at the end. Sandwich. Like he literally made every oh, single made ingredients bread. and grew it and all of that stuff. Oh, right. And he and he did it. Yeah, but it wouldn't be. 
No, and he was just like, oh, I can't believe it's taken a year and a half and it's all right. It's not even yeah. that great. No, well, of course, because all the people that make sandwiches for a living, you know, they've been doing it forever. They've been perfecting their recipes, their bread, their piggy hands, their cheeses. It's not like they just go, should I do this? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all the drugs that they put into it as well. Uh, I don't. Well, yeah, I guess conspiracy theory, mate. Yeah, putting all the drugs in. Uh, It's not conspiracy. You know, Mm. once you pop, you cannot stop. And I ain't talking your virginity, boy. What? Oh yeah, we haven't done. What are we drinking today? Oh well, to be honest with you, I'm not anymore because I'm waiting for my delivery to come in. Oh, you're Um, not drunk. No, I'm I'm not usually drunk when I do this anyway. I've only started once. No, I'm not. This is me normals. Yes, I'm in a constant state of um, alcoholism. Inebriation. Inebriation. What's that song? Anyway. Uh, probably Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It, yes, it, that is what it is. Um, I did have a small glass of leftover Gallo White Grenache. And mm. it was... Please, uh, I had a drink. Yes, and it was quite pleasant. And if people, uh, if they really like me, they can send it to me. By the bottle or case. I don't mind. Everybody knows where you live. Well, I mean, once once this this you know kicks off, if there's interest and they want to know where I am to send me things, then yeah, by all means. I am drinking a bottle of uh, Hardy Stamp, which Ooh, was lovely. given to me on my birthday by one of my friends, uh, and it's a it's a Cabernet Merlot Ooh. mixture. And you know what? Mm. I'm probably a philistine, mm. but I'm finding that mm. combo wines, like mm. wines with lots of different grapes, I enjoy way more than like the single grape wines. Oh, oh. oh combos, go on. I don't know what you're talking about, darling, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just guessing. Uh, what, like Cabernet um. Merlots? That sort of shit. Yeah, well, yeah, well yeah. that's what I just said. Right. Um, yeah, well, no, because there's two different ones in it, and they chuck it together, and it's like a hybrid, and it's Yeah, but sweet. I really like those. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, Although but I don't like reds. probably say that's, that's bad. No. Nah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, people can be posh about anything, can't they? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I've never felt that passionate about something where I've gone, well, you're doing it wrong. But yeah, people, no. for whatever reason, get something up their ass, and then they can't shut up for the rest of their lives. Yeah. No, but wine is particularly one of those things where people seem to think that, you know, you're some sort of clever, educated person on it. But there's been so many tests done where they, like, tell people that this is the expensive wine and this is the cheap wine, but actually they're the other way around. And they always go, oh, yeah, the one that I've been told is expensive is delicious. Mm. Yes. Mine's always on the cheap anyway. I I did that with my family when we were in Italy. Um, I bought four different bottles of wine um, from varying from three euros up to twelve euros, and they didn't like the cheapest one, but the one that scored the lowest was the most expensive one, and I think it was like the second cheapest one that everybody's was everybody's favourite. So I will say yeah. though, I have tried. Um, like you know, you get in every shop nowadays. There's like a British wine that's like three quid. They are <laughs> absolutely fucking disgusting. It's like tasting really, 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 really watered down wine. So it's more like juice that's got a tiny bit of alcohol in. It's disgusting. I might as well just have water and put like a small, tiny bit of wine in it. And that is what British wine tastes like to me. Maybe that's because I haven't gone up market. I don't know. But it's really put me off nowadays. 
Well, there's a there's a British vineyard that my parents have been to, and they said that the wine was really nice. So maybe maybe we could do that, and then we can do a podcast about it. Oh my god, we can do a podcast there. We can oh my god, no, we should get a cameraman, and so we funny. should film us like getting drunk and shit. James, you are a very lovely and handsome man. Thank you very much. Would you like anything back? No, because number seventeen has learned how to take a compliment, and I still can't do that. Oh, I've given you compliments in the past, haven't I? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, uh, well, you, I... you like my hair. You always tell me about how nice my hair is. I, I think you've got pretty coloured eyes as well. <laughs> I have blue eyes. Well, blue-grey eyes, like, looking into a pool of semi-frozen water. Um, but yeah, no, compliments I find very uncomfortable. I don't know why. Well, I've only recently, over the past maybe five years, I've gotten used to compliments. You got well uncomfortable when I was talking to you the other night and I told you that I liked the sound of your voice. Yes, but I used to be so much worse, that was the thing. Yeah, if that if, was... if people had given me, given me a compliment before, I, I, would have, um, I would have made a joke out of it. That's genuinely what I used to do. Hmm. And whereas now, I still do. I'll actually take it and I'll be like, oh, well, thank you very much. It's always good to take compliments. Even if you don't believe it in yourself. You just go, oh, yes, thank you. It's fine. Yeah. But then I guess if you're not actually believing it, then you're not technically taking it, are you? Well, yeah, you're but lying. at the same token... You're lying to them and you're lying to yourself. If you're not going to accept it graciously and in the right way, people aren't going to give it to you anymore. Because mm. they'll be like, oh, well, fuck that. I'm not going to do that again. If that's the response I get for it. Yeah. I'd imagine taking I... cock is probably harder. Uh, it's probably not on the list. It's probably not on the list, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> they haven't thought this through. Learn how to take a cock. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I mean, fortunately, I don't get complimented that often. I'm one of those people that people feel the need to insult all the time anyway, so... Maybe it's your face. Maybe. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Uh, I quite like your voice. Uh, God, no, I don't. Jesus, that's why I'm. I know you do. I know you can't stand it. I cut so much of me out the podcast. I'm always dipping my mic down. But then I see I do it with you, so I I can't hate it in the slightest. I don't even. I I quite like it. I think it's fine. It's a bit nasal. It's a bit Richard Ioadi territory, isn't it? No, it's a bit out the nose. Well, no, I suppose it a little bit, but now you put it yeah. out. But no, it's not really like Richard. I still like his voice. <laughs> I did watch some YouTube videos about improving your voice. I would prefer you had a, a recognisable voice. That's more interesting when you're listening to podcasts. Yeah, well, I think that's the good thing. We do actually sound different. Yeah. yeah because there's listened... a lot of podcasts I listen to, and sometimes I get confused about who's yeah. talking. You can't tell who's talking. Because they're no. like more or less the same. I find that a lot of American people. Oh yeah, it's very difficult to distinguish which one's talking. Yeah. Buy a round the world air ticket and a rucksack and run away. <sighs> yeah, I can sort of run understand away. that. Not run away. That's well, not good. I mean, come back if you care about the people that you cared about before. It's a very yeah, selfish thing away, to that's, do. That's like that you're leaving things behind if you're running away. I'm Go sure for most a trip. people do yeah. feel like that. Be responsible. <laughs> and I'm sure people have done it as well. 
Yep. It's a very selfish thing to do, especially if you've got people that care about you. I don't think it's the thing you have to do before you die. I think no. the first bit's good. Go around the world and travel to rucksack rather than, you know, do the hotel thing. I did Australia. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I couldn't yeah. be bothered to go the whole world. Uh, it's just so much effort in it. Yeah, but you did technically go around the world to get to Australia. Ah, loophole. Love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't think it means you have to literally travel around the entire world. I think it just means, you know, go off somewhere you wouldn't normally go with a rucksack and experience things, because that is yeah. definitely a very good thing to do. Broaden yeah. your mind by travelling. I would never take it back. It was, um, no, of course. it was a lot of money spent, and if you think about it, like getting to Australia as well, I've wasted two days of my life just on a flight, but... But I you didn't waste them, you had it. great experiences when you were there. Yeah, exactly. And I watched movies. Yeah, no, it's, it's a long way. The long haul flights, you get movies and shit, don't you? Yeah. I can't like, see, I, I do want to go back to Australia because I've got family over there, but just the thought of going on the doing the flight again. It was a lot easier if you know you're going for a long period of time. If you're going for just like a week or two, I think it's it's very daunting to go yeah. just for a week or two and then come back again. Because it's not just a week or two. It's an extra two days on top of it. And the fucking yeah. jet lag as well. Yeah. You don't give yourself the time to actually get used to a whole different time. No. Well, when I went, I didn't sleep at all from the moment I left England until I got to Australia. And that actually did it. I was absolutely fine instantly. The next day I woke up and I sort of woke up at about two o'clock in the afternoon and then instantly fell into their sleeping pattern. So I was quite lucky in a way. But I felt uh, really ill when I got there because I hadn't slept for like 36 hours. I actually had an, a horrendous fucking first experience in Australia because we'd, we'd uh, all of the normal stuff. So we'd, we got off the plane, we were knackered because of all the time difference and all that crap. Who's you we? Put, Who's we? Oh, me and my ex-girlfriend. Um, oh, it's everything's about your ex-girlfriend. Do you do anything with anybody else? Or on well, your own? I mean, I could say that, but I've never done anything by myself anyway. Oh, okay. Not of any like, interest. Carol. Carry on. Anyway, the point is, I could just say me then. Um, so yeah, got off the plane <laughs> and booked into a hostel and we were so tired that we got into our bunk beds because we were in shared accommodation to begin with. That's how you do it. You had to go to a hostel, you're in shared accommodation, fine. Nobody was around. Um, so slipped into the bottom bunk and then all of a sudden, after like starting to go to sleep, maybe I'd been... 20 minutes um somebody came in all right fine you, i was that tired i said i'd ignore it ignore it just go to sleep fine and they were up on the bunk above me and then after maybe a minute i hear oh get lost honestly this is exactly honestly no, i swear to god I swear this you is real. You don't believe in god so that's nothing. All right, i swear on my dick and balls. I heard, yeah. right? And because I am well, so you English, don't need your dick and balls anymore. You've had a child, so your dick and balls aren't important. So uh, but it's not. It's not like you don't ever use your dick and balls again after you have a child, is it? <laughs> you flangina. <laughs> I'm, I'm constantly <laughs> masturbating. Don't take that away from me ever. Point is, <laughs> when you're in a room with somebody else, you don't do it, even if you think they're asleep. The worst part, the absolute worst part of it, though, was at the end, at his climax, grabs a tissue, you hear that go, and he goes, oh, oh serious. God. And I was fucking traumatised, and I just laid there pretending to be asleep, going, I cannot believe somebody's just done that above me. 
And then he left shortly after, and I fell back asleep. But it was the worst experience I've ever had. Disgusting. Who does that? What time was it? Oh, no, it was in the afternoon. Just be thankful it didn't, like, drip down onto you. That's what I'd have been thinking about. Well, I was, yeah, I was a bit like, I got, yeah, yeah. But why didn't you engage with him? I mean, I know, I don't know what I would do, but I think I would definitely go, are you seriously doing that? Are you seriously sorting yourself out? whilst I have just got in this room and I'm lying directly beneath you. Go to the um, toilet, you fucking animal. This was back before I was the confident sort of cat I am now, you know. I wouldn't have stayed in the room, I'd have had to have left. I was knackered. And, again, oh. going back to context, there was an ex-partner in the bed with me. I wasn't going to get up and walk out and leave her there with somebody masturbating, was I? But wasn't she awake? She was asleep. No, 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 she was gone. It was me that mm. heard it, because I'd woken up. Hmm. I would have left her. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually I did. It took eight years. Hey. <laughs> uh, that was number 18. Number 19, grow a beard and leave it for at least a month. I've done that. We've both done that. I live with a beard now. But that's quite sexist. I mean, this list, is it not, is. this list has obviously been made by a man. I would say, to be fair, I mean, if it was a female list, then it's not shaved for a month anyway. Yeah, but beer. I'm sure sex, a lot of ladies do that. Liberation and that. Space shuttles. Yeah, it depends when this was made as well. Definitely got a manly list. When was when was it? Do you know when it was created? Because no. beards have only come in in the last like I don't know seven years, haven't they? Yes. No, I don't know. There is no context to it. Well, my my ex partner never wanted me to have a beard, so as soon as I ditched her, that was it, and I've never gone back, and I don't intend to. Fair enough. It was done... 2015. Oh, so it was recent then. Recent-ish, yeah. Uh, Um, But yeah, definitely... Wanker. uh, Definitely a dude. Yeah, just a wanker then, really. Hmm. No, I'm joking. I'm jokes. Thank you very much for um, the inspiration, man. (laughs) We really appreciate it, and we are so glad that you have given us this opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you. He'll never listen to it, whoever he is. Number 20, which I think is a bit weird. I'll see. I mean, you're probably not going to be down with it. Give Mm. your mother a dozen red roses and tell her you love her. No problem with Uh, telling my mummy I love her. I tell my mummy I love her very often. But red roses, they're definitely like what you give to your partner. They're like a sexy flower, aren't they? They're not just like a flower. They're a sexy (laughs) flower. (laughs) It's the sexiest flower, yeah. It is. That is is the sexy flower. When the petals start coming off, mate, oh, I just have to touch myself. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, go on. Take no, it but all seriously, off. Do you, know what, you know what I mean? You filthy red bitch. Like that. No, but there's definitely... I, I know you're taking the piss out of me, but there's definitely a romantic connotation to roses. Roses are like, associated with Valentine's, aren't they? But roses? Yeah. Nah, never, 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 never going to do that. Never going to give my mummy a rose. Some people do fancy their mums, don't they? They go out. They go after people that remind them exactly of their mums. Have you done that? Which I think is really weird. Some people do. Have you done that? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Well, I don't know for certain. Because, I mean, you, you don't know when you're looking at somebody, do you? It's other people are going to tell you. I'm aware enough to know that my girlfriend and my mother have similar traits. Ah. They, I mean, they don't look anything alike, but they're both very nice people. They're very caring people. That's really vague, though. No. Yeah. They're both quite That's quiet. They're both quiet people. Mm. Both quite creative people. 
No, I definitely see similarities in my mum, mum, my mum and my girlfriend. Not like a creepy way. No, no. I mean, I was quite lucky. I it's had a, a nice I had, thought. I had a nice mum, so it's like, and I, I've now got a nice girlfriend. So you know, arguably, nice characteristics are the same across the board. So, but no, I can. I definitely am aware that there's similarities. So, Freudian. Well, yeah, some people, some people are um, way up, aren't they? Yeah, I mean. I know you have a slightly strange relationship with your mother. Yeah. But do you... I tell you what, there was one situation where her friend sort of came on to me. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah. It was weird, yeah. How old were you? She wasn't like my mum, though. I was 15 at the time. It was very odd. Oh, God. And my mum was like... No, my mum's friend was, uh, (laughs) I would say, pushing 50. Oh, Christ. Are you sure she wasn't just like being, like, jokey, flirty? That's still weird, 15. Uh, That's too no, weird. she got into the bed with me. Oh, oh my god. My oh my god, we can't put this on. <laughs> That's not going on. You can talk about this in a different one. We're not sticking this at the end of 100 Things uh, to Do Before You Die. Get into your, be- th- get into your bed with your mum's friend. <laughs> oh, well, I actually, didn't. She actually, got into my bed. Actually, that's number 32. Is it what? Get into your mum's fr- bed. Get into bed with your mum's friend. friend. No. Uh, it's not really 32, is it? Oh, man. No, of course it's not, you fucking idiot. No, I don't know. Weird. You never know. But, I mean, is there any similarities between your woman and your mother? Probably not. No. Not even like they're both like quite chatty? No. Quite forward? No. The similarities... Lively? Um, no, the similarities I have with my mother are quite apparent. Yeah, but that's different. But other than that, no. no I, I've gone out of my way not to choose somebody like my mum. Oh, so you've done the opposite. You've deliberately tried to avoid it. Yeah. I mean, so you fall in love with who you fall in love with. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I was if I thought there was um, an, a lot of similarity, I, I don't know. You do get certain things. Everybody's all the same at the crux of things. Yeah, we're all the same. We're all the same. Yeah. Yeah, peace and love. Yeah. Sling your fucking Savaloy up a fucking crusty pastry. Uh, yeah, we'll end it there. Thank you for listening to this episode of Jimbo Jamboree. The music was provided by James Doyle, the delectable and wonderful man James. And just as a little bonus, there is a slight conversation that doesn't fit anywhere that I absolutely adore, and I hope you do Two. Ah, little Jimmy, little tiny Jimmy, little Williams, will I ams? <laughs> what does the W stand for and the L or whatever it is that's in your names? What? When I does your name for the email, there's like a middle name, and I don't know what that is. Oh, James M. Wills. That's it, M. Uh, it's like an upside-down W, isn't it? It is an upside-down W, so it looks quite cool. Like, um, I made a business card once, and I got my friend to help me design the logo, and it looked really good. Like, the M and the W, they go into each other nicely. What do you think it stands for? Go and have a guess. That would be something to fill in whilst I try and get this fucking thing to work. Mark. No, it's not Mark. Uh, it would be really funny if it was Mark, though, because it wouldn't suit you at all as a person, because that's quite, you know, lowbrow, isn't it, Mark? A bit harsh to all the Marks in the world, but... <laughs> wow, they know what they are. Um, Matthew? No. Uh, oh, I don't know. I've already lost interest. Um, Michael. 
Oh, Mc- Miguel. Miguel. Jimmy what? Miguel. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Miguel. I love it. Let's start calling you that more often. No, no. Yeah? No. Jimmy Miguel Williams. Hello. You seem like in a really unusual mood today. Well, um, let me tell you this. There's no reason for me to be like that, but I am. Yeah. You excited? Yeah. Maybe that's what Oh, it is. massively. Yeah. Yes. That must be quite a thing. Looming. Oh, no, I'm excited about this. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I think I've done it now. Wonderful! Oh, I can't fucking read it. Fucking read it! <laughs> fucking wrong with it! <sighs> bullshit, my. My eyes, my bullshit! Oh my god, am I supposed to have been started recording? Mm, not necessarily, I have been, just in case. So have uh... I. <laughs> I thought I was going to scare you, Jimmy Miguel. No. <laughs> I thought you'd be all like, you motherfucking bitch! Sort your fucking shit out, governor. Yeah, I mean, that, that's how um, I talk. Jimmy the Snitch Miguel. You fucking come and talk to me about your secrets. You better believe I'm going to snitch you up to the popo. You ready yet or what? Yeah, this one will do. 